0: Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast, where every week Danny and Mauda Vega discuss topics that help families live a healthy and active lifestyle with their little ones, including nutrition and training, peaceful parenting, education, and mindset. To stay up to date, make sure to hit subscribe on this podcast and check out the blog at www.fatfuel.family. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at dannyvega.ms, at fatfueledmom, and at fatfueledkids, and fatfueledfamily on YouTube. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the show, but I just had to let you know about an awesome new company we're working with called Regenerative Pastures. Regenerative Pastures provides grass-fed meat directly to your door from ranchers who practice regenerative agriculture. This means that the meat you're buying is healthier for the environment because of the way the land and animals are managed to sequester carbon and promote healthy soil biology. And of course, it's healthier for people because this meat contains higher omega-3 fatty acids. They have an incredible selection of grass-fed beef boxes, organ meats and organ jerky that are all regeneratively raised i absolutely love their chuck eye t-bone and even their ground beef is delicious we just add some salt and pepper and it comes out delicious every single time supporting regenerative pastures directly supports ranchers financially helps the environment and ensures high quality delicious protein for us to eat the best part is that when you use the code FatFuel at checkout you save a whopping 30% on their subscription box. So head over to regenerativepastures.com and use Fat Fuel to save on your monthly beef box. All right, let's get back to the show. Welcome to the Fat Fuel Family Podcast. We are really excited because this week's guest is someone who we originally followed um, on YouTube um, and over the past seven, eight months has become a great friend. John Pounders is the founder of Now You See He's a small business owner who's dedicated the last 15 years of his life toward educating himself and others in biblical, historical, and survival research and training. He's a host on the Midnight Ride. That's where I first found him. Uh, Breaking Babylon and Pounders Live. I'll add that, um, John has had an amazing transformation, losing over 70 pounds, but today we're going to go deeper into how far reaching this transformation has been. Welcome to the show, John Pounders. What's up, brother?
2: What's up, man? Thank you both for having me on. I follow you guys both on Instagram and it was really cool when you reached out to me because I just happened to look over what you were doing and and the idea of like keto had been on my brain for a while because I have in-laws that have been doing it for like four years. And so it was like, I kept thinking like, what am I going to do? Cause I trained a lot. Like I'm burning like all these calories, but I ate like a ton too. So it was like, I was like hitting this brick wall. And so, um, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome, man. And I appreciate you guys having me on. I, it's always, it's always good to get the word out about anything I can, uh, wherever I can. And, and, um, another great platform, man, dude,
1: it's, it's just so cool to me to see, like, we've had like different experiences with other friends where, you know uh, a friend of ours who we followed so closely for homeschool who became like a really close friend of ours and we we educated her on the on the at the time it started with paleo and then keto mm. and so like you know it's like we really value each other for different reasons um and now you and I are going to be you know on this accountability thing every tuesday so we're sharpening our you know iron sharpening iron so uh it's a beautiful thing man and and I'm super excited for everybody to hear how far reaching this transformation yeah. has been. So
0: Awesome. Well, we're so excited to get into it and hear all about your transformation, but we always lead off with the question, what is the most critical problem you are currently trying to solve?
2: So for me it's it's real kind of simple, but like I I really when I look at America and I look at my surroundings and and just the people that I know and everything I've experienced in life I realize there's a huge disconnect in humans from the Creator and also from the creation, uh, because we built things up like Babylon built things up to where everybody's crowded together and and moves together in this in this huge community that and people just kind of become like like worker bees, right? And they just they're never they never get to accomplish what they could actually accomplish if they were living out the ways. The ancient ways. Right. And because we're never meant to be stacked on top of each other. They're so the world's so vast. You know, the, the scripture tells us to go go and procreate and subdue the entire earth. And instead, we pack everything together. People don't know how to survive if they if they were outside of their element. You know, they didn't have water, they didn't have food, they didn't have any of these things. They would be dead in within a month, you know, and people would be killing each other. It'd be chaos. So educating people on how to do that and becoming good citizens again, because at one time that was considered a good citizen. Now you're almost the enemy. If you do (laughs) something like that, it's weird. So that's, that's
1: it. Yeah. I just, I just think it's interesting, like, you know, and, and you guys really like helped me understand like the book of Enoch and like in the book of Enoch, like it talked about, like, you know, you learn about these fallen angels that are teaching humans, like all these things, you know, like, and, and i thought it was really interesting cuz it was like okay they taught them like they ha- taught them how to do like you know how to cut roots so so okay that makes sense but then thrown in the middle of all of that is they taught them how to build cities and it's like wait a second mm-hmm. we got cities like we got cities everywhere mm-hmm. you know and like and and it just goes to show like what you said it's so it it makes so much sense that we should go back to the ancient ways like we have so much land and there's this really concentrated effort to, to get people away from being, um, providing for themselves, like, and, and you know, everything from, you know, social security being made so that you don't invest your own money, you don't learn how to invest your own money to like, everything being like, just fed to us so that we never have to, we never, you don't worry, you don't have to worry about it. Like it's the system's got you, but then the system can tighten and that's why I love what you're doing. Like you're really living it out, man. And um, it's a great example for people. I hope more people um, can can get a little bit further along. Obviously, there's only so far you can go in certain places. You got to have to make probably huge lifestyle mm-hmm. changes. But at the very least, people, I agree that people should be moving towards a more independent
2: existence. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, huge changes require huge changes. I mean, that's just the way it works. You know, if you're going to, you're going to do something different, you got to, I mean, it's just so simple. You just got to do something different, you know, and, and uh, that it's hard. It's sometimes it's hard to wrap our minds yeah. around that because people are often just expecting something to just fall into their lap. But, you know, if you're, you're trying to look for open doors, you're not going to find an open door. If you're sitting in the hallway and waiting for one to open, you're going to have to go and jiggle the handle and see if it's there and move as you go. And so, um, you know, this fitness thing has been a huge part of that for me because there was, there's only so far you can go if you're unhealthy and, and, and so far your mind can take you because you have all these underlying issues that go along with it. So, um, you know, this, this is definitely what you guys are doing is very, very important. I mean, it's one of the most important things that I feel like people can do for themselves in this day and age to break past because, you know, part of educating people on, survival is what they're eating, you know, people, the things that we've been eating our whole lives are just horrible poisons, and we, we don't even know it, you know, most people don't even realize it. So yeah, and
1: it's like an ongoing battle every single day, like, we, we know that there's still so many people that just have no idea what is yeah. st- the, the 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 strength of the connection between what you eat and how you think how you how you go through life, how you handle your relationships, your work, your you know, it's like, it's crazy. And then, you know, it's this really hitting them over the head with this message over and over and over and over, go to the doctor, get your medicine. You're missing something. You're not made the right mm-hmm. way. We got to fix you with right. a medicine, with some pharmacia, And, and like, right. you know, in reality, it's like, cut this out, cut that out and see what happens, you know?
0: Yeah. And it's kind of like that missing link too, I think. And just the spiritual aspect of it. Like even in churches, like, Oh yeah. Yeah. People talk don't about talk it. about it in church. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's yeah. a great segue. It, you know, people, yeah, go ahead.
2: I was just going say people don't like the, the Bible doesn't talk tons about that stuff, but you got to remember like back then people walked miles everywhere they went. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, you know, they had to like hustle for their food. They had to, they work and, and get it. So like, they didn't have that kind of problem where they go to McDonald's and eat 10,000 calories and, in 10 minutes you know they didn't have that going on back then so
0: yep exactly yeah god gave us like the food laws but at the same time like because people like oh they ate so much bread i'm like that's not the same bread like it's yeah. not the same quality and, right now where everything quantity. is sprayed with pesticides it's also the quantity It's not yeah. like yeah so they don't have jars okay. of
1: like of like Sugar and flour and of fl- sugar, like, all of these things they had to make by hand. You know, yeah. you made as much as by you needed. By the time you got it. yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It was a process. So anyways, we're excited to get into the your fitness and nutrition journey. So what was your experience with nutrition and fitness growing up? And when would you say that you made that decision to really um, you know, make a lifestyle change. We've kind of been watching it week by week because yeah. we could tell on your videos. I'm like, man, he's, yeah. Really, he's, really
1: lost yeah. It. She's always like when on Saturday nights, I'm like, you know, they
0: should do a montage of like, <laughs> yeah. She's like,
1: man. And now you guys got these new cameras in the studio and it's like, man, he's like, he's, he's lean in 3d, lean. Yeah. you know, lean in, in high def.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's really been an awesome journey, but like, you know, growing up. So I was, uh, you know, I kind of a chunky kid. My parents were both big, um, never knew what a calorie was. They just kind of feed me whatever, you know, and I'd be running around doing what, doing these things. And, um, so I didn't really ever think about that when I was a kid, you know, other than, you know, you get, when you get a little bit chunkier, you get bullied as a kid. And so I I didn't like that, but I didn't really know what to do about it. And so when I got a little older, I started playing basketball and I got on the team and I started playing that. And so I, at that point I did really get in shape, like, but I was running, you know, constantly working out all the time and, And then as soon as I got out of high school, that lifestyle kind of dissipated and it it just kind of progressed over the years to the point to where I was eventually 290 pounds. But like I I was, you know, I still did some skateboarding and stuff like that afterwards and and play ball, pick up ball here and there. And maybe like I would go to a gym and do grappling or boxing every now and then. But like it was just, it was a slow progression upward. And my education on food was non-existent. I really, I mean, when I say I didn't really know what a calorie was, until, you know, high score, maybe even more, like even, even though I knew like you could read calories in the back, I didn't even know what calorie meant. And so like, I just ate whatever. And if I worked out enough, I didn't gain enough weight. Uh, but if I didn't, then, um, then I would gain weight. And so then I, I kind of kept that going in the last like a uh, year or so. Um, I started training uh, like every day, two times a day, sometimes like, you know, eight, nine, 10 hours a week grappling and, and running and doing whatever I can to, to get my, you know, just, just get in shape. And, but my diet was still horrible. So, um, believe it or not, like I never really educated myself on my diet until, until actually I started listening to what you had to say and really, um, you know, putting myself in that place and doing it and just, and really kind of just continually educating myself on what is health, what is nutrition, what does it mean to, to be in shape and how can I push myself further and further? So yeah, it's been a journey and I, and I've just been pumping it up as far as I can go each chance I get. And um, I love it, man. Cause I never would have like what I'm doing today, like what I did yesterday, you know, um, being able to go and, and spar and like for, you know, a couple hours and then being able to run for an hour and then being able to work out again for an hour all in one day, like I never would have been able to do that before. Like even in in high school, you know, like it's just it's unreal, man. But it's changed my life in a lot of ways because I find myself, even though I'm working out more, I have more time to do other things. I have more energy to do other things. My mind works better. I remember things more. I'm able to like not go through the depression up and downs that comes with food, anxiety, you know, having to want to eat food, being hangry or what all these crazy things that go on with that and not having gut problems, not having all that stuff going on. Like it's changed pretty much every aspect of my life in a positive way. I mean, I know that sounds like people are probably like, ah, whatever, dude, but I'm serious. It really has. I mean, I was pre-diabetic. I mean, my blood sugars were high. I had heart palpitations at one point. I mean, I felt down a lot. And I mean, it through the grace of God, he allowed me to continue through and push and be able to do what I needed to do as far as, you know, certain things, but there might have my limitations that I uh, couldn't break past. So this has helped me to break past those limitations that I that had held on me for so long. And so, you know, this is, this is definitely, if there's anybody out there that's listening, that's thinking about doing it, don't think about it, just do it because you need to change your life. And we, we've grown up in a society that has literally um, destroyed our uh, education on these things. I mean, completely done everything they can, sent billions of dollars in lobbyists to, um uh, make sure that you don't understand the principles behind the things you eat and what they're feeding you. And so it's super super important. I I um if there's anything else you want me to touch on that I missed, Dude, please. I just yeah.
1: I love I love seeing how this fits into everything else you're doing, you know, cuz you're so focused on, you know, your mission in life and um and it's just amazing to see you taking this platform that God has blessed you with and like really spreading that message, you know, like you know, it's like, you know, these people come for entertainment, they come for, you know, biblical education, they come for prophecy, they and then they they're getting keto, you know. And then with Pounders Live, you know, you got I, I by the way, I spoke to the uh the guy who's lost like of you know a hundred pounds or whatever. Uh I've been in contact with him too. And it's just been amazing to see that and um and like how that fits into everything else. And I think that's again for for me, that's like um So you've we've talked about you mentioned all the things that I was going to ask you, like what type of improvements have you seen and and what are their areas? But that that is literally it's not crazy to say that, because my first Mm -hmm. time ever on a stage talking about this stuff was to talk about how it improved my productivity at work. I won awards, sales awards because of it. Like my relationship, I'm sure was was helped. So um I guess we can go since you've you've kind of got into all of that, we can go to the next thing, which is um, well, I'll let you, I'll let you ask that one.
0: Oh yeah. Well, this is very interesting. And it doesn't sound crazy. Like, I mean, just to touch on just even a little bit of like the mental health part and like how people don't oh, yeah. realize like it can affect your mood, you can be like a depressed angry person all of our serotonin all and our neurotransmitters are made in our gut so if you have a leaky gut you have gut issues you're gonna be depressed you're not gonna feel good and then the sugar the blood sugar ups and downs um like you're gonna be in a bad mood it's just not pleasant so yeah it, it definitely affects that which can affect your family as well which brings us to our next question because we're always interested in how you know this impacts and changes um you know, the working with your family and just like being around your family and the, the changes that they would make as well. So how has they, how, how has your family responded to all of this and what do they think about keto? Like, what do they think about all this?
2: So like my wife, you know, she started doing keto with me. She, uh, it's kind of, she's still like doing lower carb stuff. She's not really doing it, but she's, she's always, she, she's always been like a real active person. She, you know, she did cheerleading when she's younger she run all the time she's the kind of person that like she could not run for like six months and then she goes out and runs 10 miles and no big deal you know what i mean so like she's always been pretty like fitness orientated with that stuff but she's definitely eating different like everything in our house has changed about what we bring into the house like we don't do any more of the like processed like cheese puffs and mm. crazy stuff like that that the the kids would eat and uh, my kids, I, I cook them what I eat. Like this Beautiful. morning, they ate what I ate. You yeah. know, and I do do that stuff. So they they train a lot too. They train um, pretty much, you know, roughly seven or eight times a week. And they're training for a state tournament, for a grappling tournament, in and state that coming up in September. So they train a lot too. So they need to eat a lot as well. So they they're growing like crazy, getting you know bigger, stronger. Um, it's it's really impacted my family in a really positive way. Cause actually it's, you know, we are able to educate our children on what's good to eat, what's not good to eat, why it's not good to eat that. But as before we never, I never was educating them on that because I didn't care myself. So why would I educate my children on that? Now they get a chance to, to see that in action. And they've really never known what it's like to not be in shape because they've, they've uh, you know, I held them to a higher standard than I held myself, which I realized was wrong but I, you know, I'm like, I got them, you know, in, in jujitsu and boxing and stuff like that as soon as they were old enough to, you know, do it. And I'm, I'm like keeping them going and trying to get, feed them properly. But myself, I was just kind of letting myself deteriorate. So they're really happy. They don't come around smacking me in the belly anymore, calling me fat daddy or anything
1: like that.
0: So that's pretty cool. But oh my goodness. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: I was going to I was going to say something earlier that you mentioned that I think people should be aware of. And that is that, you know, it's like in every area of our life we have to take a responsibility like a personal responsibility like i love that you've you've made it a habit to like learn about this stuff because it's great i'm i'm a nutrition and fitness like authority you know that's great and that's my job and i want to help people but it's kind of like you know people continue to abdicate their responsibilities to other people in all areas of life spiritually they're getting f- spiritually fed by their pastor every weekend and they're not doing their own job and that's why they don't realize that they're being deceived it's the same thing with like you know fitness nutrition we have to take a personal responsibility god wants us to take a personal responsibility so hey guys i want to take a minute to make a quick shout out to our sponsors optimal carnivore you've heard us talk about how important organ meats are They're some of the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. Now, for people like me and my oldest son, Desmond, it's easy to eat things that turn most people off because if you tell us it's healthy, we're down for whatever. But for my other son, Dean and Mauda, and I suspect a lot of you, not so much. You can make things like our organ meat burgers, but that also requires some effort. And you still may not like the taste. Optimal Carnivore Sources 100% grass-fed organ meats from New Zealand, freeze drying the organs and encapsulating them into convenient bovine gelatin capsules. Unlike a lot of areas in the U.S., New Zealand still has a lot of rich soil, lush greenery, and one of the cleanest environments on Earth. They currently have a grass-fed organ complex that contains nine different organs including beef liver, brain, thymus, heart, kidney, spleen, pancreas, lung, and gallbladder, and they have a grass-fed liver product. These products are perfect for people who are traveling or still trying to develop an appreciation for organ needs. Optimal Carnivore covers your bases at home or while traveling, and their products are 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and free of hormones, pesticides, antibiotics, and GMOs. The mission over at Optimal Carnivore is to make it easy for people to consume the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. They also plant one tree for every product sold, which helps the environment. Head to amazon.com slash Optimal Carnivore and use the code vegasave 10 to receive 10% off all of their products. So I'm glad that you're mentioning that because a lot of people aren't, are, either there's no, um like no principles taught at all, or it's just complete miseducation, you know, standard basically American diet which is meant to create patience. So um yeah I just had to add that man. I'm glad that you're you realize that. And now <laughs> I just can't imagine you and John Hall and all these people having nutrition conversations over there. Like that's that's great. I know man.
2: It's it's unreal because like literally literally every friend that I have that lives around me here, uh the people you know Joshua, you know John, but um also also people that you don't know they're all like literally in their own fitness transformation. I don't know what's what spurted maybe just like uh you know them seeing seeing well Joshua he's talking him talking to you he had a really horrible experiences you guys have probably shared with people before but you know uh, other these other guys are all doing it too it's really cool to see because in my life you know I've always had people around me that i that didn't care about that you know what I mean and so now like pretty much everybody in my life that I have like they all care about it. So it really drives me. That's another important aspect of this. whole thing is just having a community of people that are pushing, you know, because a lot of the stuff I'm doing now, I would never have done if somebody wasn't like constantly pushing me and and striving, helping me strive towards that goal.
0: So yeah, and keeping you accountable. Like if you all go out to dinner, it's like yeah. everyone's kind yeah. of on the same page, yeah, yeah. you You're know, like, getting together with you people. You're gonna eat that when you really Yeah, we love it because yeah. when we like most of our friends are <laughs>
1: yeah, when we go out with keto them, know,
0: carnivores and it's like when we have yeah. house parties or dinner parties, everybody's like on the same page. On the page. same page, yeah. <laughs> oh
2: heck yeah, man. Yeah. It's so yeah. great.
0: And like not having to worry about the kids or oh my gosh, that's especially the, the kid stuff, that stuff always sneaks in, but
2: Yep. Oh man. Yeah. It's hard when you go into cookouts and they got like sweets everywhere and you know, the kids are sneaking them if they got, you know, but we always feed them before we
1: got to feed them. Like that's that's our our trick Our (laughs) trick is to feed them before as much as possible. And and then like, you know, and then we let
0: them like, they have to make that mistake too. I think, I think, I think with our kids and probably yours too. I mean, they don't know what it's like to feel bad. So when they do feel bad, they feel it like they think it's normal and that everyone just feels great all the time. So <laughs> so they will sometimes go hard at a birthday party and then end up with a stomach ache. And it's like they got to f- experience that, too. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is why I'm like, yeah, that's exactly why mm-hmm. we don't do that.
2: Yeah, that's it's crazy, man. Yeah, you got to make their mistakes for sure, you know, and. But, I, you know, we homeschool, too, and I think you guys mm-hmm. homeschool as well. Is yep. that right? Yep. Yeah, so, like, making this part of their education so awesome and, and really, like, a lot of aspects that we get to educate our children on that a lot of people don't. You know, they're going to be so far ahead on things that we never got to learn. I, I know when I was younger, we just didn't learn a whole lot of things that really mattered. I yeah. mean, like, of course, arithmetic, language, and all that. Yeah. But, like, I didn't learn how to – anything about finance, I didn't learn anything about Me running a business, either. I didn't learn oh, anything about, um, you know – Nutrition. nutrition. I, didn't, I mean, all of the things that really matter didn't learn anything about it. So they got, they're get getting a a leg up on a lot of the, especially the kids today. They're getting a huge leg up, yeah, unfortunately, you know, from all of this. So,
0: yep. oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, um we want to talk a little bit about, you know, the small businesses that you have. And this all kind of ties in because um, I know your wife, she, um, you guys have a soap um, clean soap company, which I'm huge on that because that's another thing that I think people really ignore, even within the keto community, even in many health communities, people don't realize like the stuff that we put on our body is meant to, um, harm us as well. It's very estrogenic. So can you tell us a little bit about sugar and spice soap company and where people can find it and all? all, all
2: Yeah. So my wife, um, she, she started this company with a friend of hers and her friend's name is sugar. my wife's name is stephanie so they started the sugar and spice Mm. soap company they um yeah that's her actual (laughs) name so like that's what one of the reasons they did but they um they my wife was a nurse so she is a nurse i mean once you're a nurse you're always a nurse she still has her license and stuff but she um decided to come home uh to be with the children after we had number four so we had four and and there's literally no way we could continue to juggle everything we had going on so but she, so she's always been super independent and like, you know, just never, never needed my money or anything like that. Like she's just never had any kind of thing like it's, it's, she's always been independent. And so she's like getting to the point now to where she's like, you know what, like now the kids are a little bit older. I think I can have to get out there and do something. So they started doing that because of this importance that, that she feels and in, in, you know, and being a nurse, how cleanliness is really important as far as like being able to wash yourself with not things that aren't chemically involved that are going to, you know seep into your skin and give you cancer and all of these different things so they started that company not only like they started it before and it wasn't really a company they started doing it just cuz they liked to do it they weren't even going to start a business doing it but they wanted to supply enough soap you know just for preparing so like you know in in an in kind scenario or a scenario where not in times but just like some cra- crazy chaos goes on people neglect they don't even think about like how, how you being clean can affect your health in um, so many different ways. So people don't, you know, if people don't have the means to be able to shower or clean themselves or anything like that. I mean, so soap is a huge part of that. So it kind of came natural to, to them to start that company and do that. So I don't know a whole lot about soap. So if you're asking the questions about soap, I don't know. I just use it, you know, I like it and I use it, but, um, I, I can say that, Uh, You can go to Sugar and Spice Soap Company or Sugar and Spice Soap dot com and they have all kinds of different stuff. They even have beard oils and all that different uh, all those kind of different things going on. But I wish I knew more about soap. I don't. I see my wife in them. I I doesn't know about it, but he really really really? he's like, yeah, yeah,
0: like when I get him, like I need to get Megan. You got got, a
1: you got a you got a new you got a new soap. I was really
0: excited. Yes, I did. Yeah. I was excited I did, about. that. I'm gonna yeah. order sugars. I need to They ha-
2: actually nice. have a midnight ride soap that smells really good. But is that the one that you said things. it has like a... like, like? Yeah. <laughs> it's got like a, yeah, like, a, a like a like a manly with, flavor.
0: Yeah, I yeah, that. like that. better Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and then there's they have a they have a female version of that one too. But yeah, I I mean I wish I knew more about it, but I can tell you that I use it, and I definitely have noticed that just not using all that junk i was using like i don't even know what it was called you know like you get the well it dries like, your skin out too the, yeah just like stuff yeah it dries your skin out makes you like i don't know like I, I had a lot more zits and all that stuff you know with using that stuff but um this it definitely def, definitely makes a difference i feel like yeah man so let's talk
1: about this because i forgot to ask you this like i want people to understand so you've been developing skills in several areas like jujitsu uh, weapons. And now this, this trauma scenario training, like what are all the areas where you're training? Um, and I, I got to ask you this, I know the answer, but I want to know, like, wh- what are you preparing for and,
2: and why? <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, all of those areas you mentioned are definitely a huge aspect of, of my life. And, you know, I, it's hard to put a finger on why I'm doing it other than I just kind of feel like as a man that, a man a man should know how to defend and show should know how to do war should know how to also um if if people are in danger be able to help in some way shape or form if you're going to be able to hurt somebody you, you should be able to help them too and that's just part of you know not i don't think i obviously not everybody's able to do those things and i get it but like and you know my convictions are that like as a man that should be things that i that i can do for my family they should be able to be secure in at least those things even if I'm not the best at cleaning, you know this, or I'm not the best at mowing the grass or whatever. They, they know that if somebody comes around messing around, they know Daddy's gonna lay down their life. You know, he's gonna he's gonna take them out of the picture, and so they they need to be able to know that. They also need to be able to just, if case something happens to them, be able to prepare for trauma. I I really feel like that. I also train my children on those things so that they, when they're older, they they can involved um, with these things. But I think it's also important for women to know some of these things in this day and age. I mean, I, one in five women are, are sexually assaulted in America. Um, millions are battered every year. Um, the world's getting really cold out there. And so I think pe- there's needs to be people that are willing to stand up here and there that are, maybe not everybody, but if there's enough people that are actually able to do something then maybe just maybe evil can be pushed down a little bit. And and that's what I'm hoping for. Plus, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, it, it's everything looks unstable to me. Uh, the dollar looks unstable. Uh, the supply chains are looking unstable. Uh, shutdowns are happening. A lot of crazy stuff's going on to the point to where I, I feel like it's very possible. And I don't think you'd be crazy. Anybody be crazy for trying to make this assumption that everything could break down at one point at least for you know a period of time even if it's not forever it could be a month but a month where supply chains are broken down uh where waters not hardly clean water is hard to find where people don't have electricity all of those things will create an environment that is unstable and an environment that's dangerous and so uh the only only way to stop danger is danger itself right to be able to be dangerous to that environment as well And so that's why, but I mean, in any kind of area I can educate myself when I am. So, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that like a class will come to town that'll teach you how to pick locks and I'll go take that class. Or if like, there's like a, you know, like, um, just anything we've done the lock picking classes, we've done different surveillance, like, uh, classes where it teaches you how to do counter surveillance and all these different things. So just random stuff that comes our way. If I'm like, look, I can do this, I'm going to do it. I go do it, you know? And so that's, that's where I'm at with that. So makes perfect awesome. sense, man. Um, all right. So I gotta ask you.
1: So you you mentioned the project to me um a while a while back, and, and we never got into it. You said it involves children. You know, what can you tell us about that? And and like I
2: asked you, what how 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 the heck can I help? <laughs> so this is this project is going to be uh hopefully is going to be awesome because we got we got some of the better people that i feel like uh, working on this project we have one artist that was a that worked for a prominent uh video game oh, maker. I know who you're talking he's about. really okay. you know you know who i'm yeah, talking about he's just really talented and able to to um really help us see how everything's supposed to work in order to do the project so the project is going to be like an animated series but it's going to be uh for teenagers and, and up even like, I mean, we're going to make it to where it's like, you probably need to be at least 13 to watch it, but uh, scenarios to where we, we have like biblically prophecy based scenarios kind of playing out in real life, but we're going to also integrate things that are associated with um, the things that are happening right now. So we have, you know storyboardings being created uh, all of that stuff. And eventually we're going to have to raise probably a budget to be able to get, a studio to help us create this because, you know, just doing it between three people, uh, is, is almost impossible (laughs) if you're creating an entire series. So you have to have a pretty much a whole studio behind you to be able to get all the things going for it. So, uh, when that happens, you know, basically the, we'll have to have to raise funding, but also distribution, trying to get it out to as many people as possible. We want to try to stay away from like Netflix and Amazon and all of those different places only because they, they are, um, such a control mechanism. And, um, but at the same time, you know, if, if God opens that door and that's what he wants us to do, we'll do that as well, but whatever we can do to distribute it, but we really feel like the young people need to be educated. You know, my, our primary audience, you know, our, our, you know, I look at the stats and the analytics and, you know, it's 30 and up, right. That's our primary audience. We don't have a whole lot of people any younger than that that listen so I'm hoping like with what I already do, like we can educate parents and they can in turn take that and, and take it to their children and educate them in a way that when they're older, they're going to be able to prepare for what's happening. They're going to understand what's happening. They're going to move forward with that. But I would also like to be able to interject into children's lives that m- maybe my crowd isn't, you know, they're not, they're not our crowd, right? They're just people that are happen to come across this and they want to check it out and, and it really can maybe change some. Children's lives that don't have parents that are godly, don't have parents that want to teach them the right way. And that's that's what I worry about the most in society is just that people aren't going to know what to do, especially the, the upcoming generation. They are clueless. They they don't even understand what it means. Social interaction means other than Internet and, and maybe some interactions. But, you know, there's there's a lot of problems there that maybe in this society are fine. But you take away any aspects of the society that make our lives, you know, what they are, then they're going to fail and they're going to crumble. They're going to die. They're not going to have they're not going to be able to make it. And that, so we have to reach the younger generations uh, because the education system that that be, that is in charge right now is teaching them the absolute worst things you can teach a child. They're conditioning them to accept, you know, some horrible things. And I'm not going to mention it on your guy's show, you know, but people know what I'm talking about. They're conditioning them for that. They're uh, teaching them that God doesn't exist. They're teaching them all of these things that just really wear on their mind, but they're not teaching them the things they need to learn. And so they're under attack at every level. And that's why we want to do the project. And and when once it comes out, man, I'd love to have your help on it. We can you know, do whatever for marketing, try to do everything we can to get it out there, because I really do. The only the only point of the project is not to make money. In fact, we're we're doing this and probably putting everything we can get into the into that budget, and just putting it out there because we really feel like that's the, one of the only ways we're going to reach this generation. They don't listen they don't go to, you know, listen to now you see TV on YouTube. They're not going to listen to some old guy and some other guy talking about you know history, ancient history <laughs> who cares about ancient history. You know, I'm on TikTok. That's for right us. Now. Yeah. You know, Who cares about that? Yeah. Exactly.
0: So.
1: Yeah, you know, like um, yeah. first of all. I, I can't believe I didn't think about this. Like, um, th- it's true. Like, yeah, parents, you know, the typical adult is going to freak out when things happen. I mean, I don't say it's a, if I say it's a when, you know, you've seen the New York thing. They're like conditioning people for nuclear bombs, you know, like like this is what you do if a nuclear bomb hits. And, you know, like it's absurd. But like but like children and teenagers and adolescents who are on this electronic, like m- metaverse life, you take away that you literally take away their world. Like they don't, you- you're right. They will completely malfunction. And I never thought of that. Obviously with our children, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty easy because they're not, they're really not connected into that. Um, so I think that's uh I think that's a great point. I mean, and even just like um, for us, on the sabbath like we've 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 seen every video that there's already there's a dearth of videos and and entertainment for children that um and young you know just young adults that can not only um it'll keep their attention but it's it's not filth you know and like it's it's harder and harder every day like you can't there's there's nothing there's nothing out there that that is really available everything for us is like you know youtube stuff that we find and and things
2: like that so um mostly cheesy mm-hmm. like yeah saying, a lot of it's cheesy exactly. yeah yeah so yeah especially the older they get like when you're younger you can kind of sit them in front of anything that moves and they're just like kind of looking at it but like yeah. when they get older and start realizing what lame stuff is yeah. they be like yeah, this is lame. <laughs> yeah. this is like what is it yeah and so they're serious they're real they're real honest about it but you're right man well, there has to be something good out there and if the enemy can produce all of these horrible things that are just so awesome then surely god's people can come together and make something like that happen i hope yeah. i hope because we, they need it you no know? question man that's a good one we'll, we'll definitely so, contribute to the kickstarter yeah, or whatever
1: you used to, to to um to um fundraise and we'll we'll blast it on every you know platform we have because and people will,
2: will and people definitely are looking. People yeah are
0: looking for stuff yeah. They're looking. I
2: appreciate you guys having me on though. This is awesome. And <laughs> I I enjoyed talking to you. This is the first time that I've I think we I've seen you both and been on a show with both of yeah. you guys. I'd love to have you guys on my show, yes. both of you guys sometime as well. Or just I told I've been yeah, telling we her. I've been well telling yeah, her.
0: he told me about Thursday. About Potter's line, yeah, yeah. 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 So we could, sometime could, in the next month when yeah, you're when absolutely. you're free and she's
1: free. I mean, yeah, people I'm pretty free. we yeah. can't I mean, like we start talking about stuff back there and then <laughs> people start freaking out and then before you know it, people are like, well, we're always just like, you know, just if
2: you don't like it, I'll give you a full refund for what you paid to watch. <laughs> 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 yeah, no doubt, man. It yeah, it's hard mixing like professional life in with like biblical topics because people get so offended easily on things. Um and it's like it, you don't want it to affect what your business has got going on. But at the same time, it's really hard not to talk about it because it's in your heart and it's abundantly coming out, you know. And uh, I get that. It's really tough. And and I know that you guys' audience is probably like, you know, we're, we want to learn about a diet. These guys are talking about God. All of a sudden, this is weird, you know. But at the, but at the same time, you probably are reaching people that yeah. you don't even know you're reaching. So it's awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah. And actually, yeah. a lot of our audience, it's weird because once you like open your eyes to the nutrition thing, it does open your eyes to other things. Like, so believe it or not, a lot of people are actually on the same page as us. So with that, we, we would love for you to share, you know, where else can people find you and what else you're doing for those that are interested? Um, yeah. Where can people find you online? All that kind of stuff. And we'll put it in the show notes.
2: We have uh, to make it easy, we have nystv.org, uh, or you can just like Google search. Now you see TV or nystv or Google search my name and you'll, you'll be led to one of the contents, our content that we do, just something there, and then you'll be able to grasp on it. But you know, nystv.org, I think it's got links to our YouTube and stuff. We have uh, hundreds of you know free broadcasts that we do on YouTube and even on our website. There's like thousands. I think there's over a thousand free videos that we've done over the years on there. So if you're looking to learn more about like ancient history, biblical, how it all lines together, in prophecy, and and also just the gospel and and things that really do matter in life. Um, you know, in being a human that is honoring God and and able to honor the people around them, then that's that's the place to go check it out. You know, we don't we don't uh, mince words sometimes. Sometimes people get offended by the things we say, but um, we just feel like we have a, a duty to speak the truth, even when it's hard to speak. And and sometimes it is hard to speak because we've lost so many um, opportunities because of. The things we say but at the same time you know what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul so we're, we're we're here to to do the best that we can while we're here we're not here long enough to worry about trying to gain the whole world right because the afterlife is what matters the most i believe 100 yeah. percent, and Absolutely. it just so happens
1: that living this way is the best thing for your health so <laughs> it lines up perfectly you yeah. know there's a reason why you know we were designed a certain way and um and like it does fit in perfectly and and um just for us it's just you know we 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 believe strongly in what we do if we didn't we wouldn't do it and so if there's something that we're even that's even more important to us there's no way we're going to hold that back because we 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 care you know so um great to have you on brother um here's here's to many more and um and yeah we'll we'll uh we'll we'll be back with you soon
2: All right, guys. Thank you so much. It was a blessing.